Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. My name is Tom and in this episode I'm going to be talking to you about infectious mononucleosis. And if you want to follow along with written notes on this topic, you can follow along at zerodefinals.com slash infectious mononucleosis or in the infectious diseases section of the Zero to Finals pediatrics book. So let's get straight into it. Infectious mononucleosis is a condition caused by infection with the Epstein-Barr virus or EBV. It's commonly known as the kissing disease, glandular fever, or simply mono. This virus is found in the saliva of infected individuals. Infection may be spread by kissing or sharing cups, toothbrushes, or other equipment that transmits saliva. EBV is secreted in the saliva of infected individuals and it can be infectious several weeks before the illness begins and intermittently for the remainder of the patient's life. Most people are infected with EBV as children when it causes very few symptoms. When infection occurs in teenagers or young adults, it can cause more severe symptoms. It's the symptomatic infection with EBV that is called infectious mononucleosis. The typical symptoms are fever, sore throat and fatigue. A Tom tip for you, look out for the question in your exams that describes an adolescent with a sore throat who then develops an itchy rash after taking amoxicillin. Infectious mononucleosis causes an intensely itchy maculopapular rash in response to treatment with amoxicillin or cephalosporins. The patient will have been given antibiotics for presumed tonsillitis, however the correct diagnosis is infectious mononucleosis. The features of infectious mononucleosis are fever, sore throat, fatigue, lymphadenopathy with swollen lymph nodes, tonsillar enlargement, and splenomegaly. In rare cases, the patient can develop splenic rupture. Let's talk about heterophile antibodies. In certain diseases, such as HIV, we can test for antibodies specific to that disease. That way, we know that the body has come in contact with that disease and launched an immune response to it. In infectious mononucleosis, the body produces something called heterophile antibodies, which are antibodies that are more multipurpose and not specific to the EBV antigens. It can take up to six weeks after the patient's been infected with mononucleosis for their body to start producing these heterophile antibodies. We can test for the heterophile antibodies using two tests. The monospot test involves introducing the patient's blood to red blood cells from horses. Heterophile antibodies, if present, will react to the horse red blood cells and give a positive result. The Paul Bunnell test is similar to the monospot test, but it uses red blood cells from sheep rather than from horses. These tests are almost 100% specific for infectious mononucleosis. However, not everyone who has infectious mononucleosis produces heterophile antibodies, and it can take up to six weeks for the antibodies to be produced after the infection starts. Therefore, these tests are only about 70-80% to sensitive for the condition. Next, let's talk about specific antibody tests. It is possible to test for specific EBV antibodies. These antibodies target something called viral capsid antigen or VCA. 
that IgM antibody rises early and suggests an acute infection with EBV, and the IgG antibody persists after the condition and it suggests immunity to EBV. So let's talk about the management and prognosis of infectious mononucleosis. Usually the condition is self-limiting. The acute illness lasts around two to three weeks. However, it can leave the patient with fatigue for several months after the infection is cleared. Patients are advised to avoid alcohol as EBV impacts the ability of the liver to process the alcohol. Patients are advised to avoid contact sports due to the risk of splenic rupture. Emergency surgery is usually required if the spleen does rupture. Finally, let's go through the complications. The possible complications of infectious mononucleosis are splenic rupture, glomerulonephritis, hemolytic anemia, thrombocytopenia, and chronic fatigue. EBV infection is also associated with certain cancers, notably Burkitt's lymphoma. So thanks for listening to this episode on infectious mononucleosis. As always, a big thank you to Harry Watchman for perfectly editing the podcast. Don't forget you can find written notes on this topic and all the other topics in the Zero to Finals Pediatrics book, and there are full audiobook versions of the Zero to Finals books on Audible. You can also find all the notes completely free on the Zero to Finals website at zerodefinals.com, where you can also find videos, illustrations, questions, and a blog. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast so that you get alerted when the next episodes are coming out. And I hope you join me next time when we'll talk about mumps.